Running low on energy, long days and even longer nights, tired of all the other energy drinks and bars promise you a lot and never delivering, need to make it through work, but want a product that can keep up with your busy lifestyle, want no longer, try Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls, the balls that are so smooth and with a load of nutrients and vitamins to really get you up and bouncing off the walls, made with all natural ingredients and healthy junk to satisfy even the pickiest eater. Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls are sold everywhere where you buy your junk. And now, for those who want that extra kick in the butt, comes Chef's Heavy Duty Chocolate Salty Balls with 120% more caffeine than the leading brand. Disclaimer, this product has not been approved by the FDA or World Health Association. Warning, this product is not intended for consumption by children, elderly people, or women who are pregnant, or may become pregnant. You might even get pregnant.
Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace to Chadwick, they killed all the black panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no justice league. What's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, there ain't no stopping. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care But if you need me, put your fist up in the air Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name is Super Black. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Blurred's Eye View, Fury's Reaction Reviews. Tonight, we have a special guest with us, Will Buchanan from Get Bit Podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about several things tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, DC switching up their movie release dates. Nice move, Warner Brothers. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a special giveaway code for the new screen film. Let's pull that up right quick so you know what I'm talking about here because it's just not any old thing now. So anyway, we have the new screen film coming up. There we go. Uh, the new screen film is... There he is. Thank you. Uh, so. <laughs> so it is the new film starring Nev Campbell, David O'Krat, Courtney Cox, and it is now on digital and demand. And we have a special giveaway code that you can get by putting in the simple little hashtag, hello, Sydney. There we are. And if you can check that out. So if you tune in tonight, you tap that in, tap in, hello, Sydney. We got you for a special code. Uh, let's get started with this. We have special guest, Will. Yeah, there you go. What's going? What's going on, Chris? How you doing, man? Right, all right. <laughs> and we got my man, Crazy Eight the Great. What's going on? What's happening? What up, though? <laughs> uh, it's been a lot going on this week. Um, after open after an opening of what 134 what million dollars. Mm -hmm. DC decided we're not saying I wouldn't say DC. We gotta stop putting that in DC's lot. It's not DC's fault. It's Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers. It's Warner yeah, Brothers. Brothers. After you have a major opening for, in my opinion, it's a pretty really great film. Uh, you turn around and you pushed all your movies back. One got pushed up, of course. Mm -hmm. That was Shazam Fury of the Gods. That got pushed up from uh, I believe next year up to what. December of this year, I want to say. Yeah, December this year. December. So, but everybody else got pushed back. So you released a what, like a three minute trailer, like three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It got everybody hyped up. This was the year of DC. You know, they want to drop all these movies within the next year and some change. And 
you came out the gate running with the Batman, which once again, great film. And what happens? Reshoots, uh, pushed everything back. At this point, I'm looking at the rock like, will Black Adam ever see the light of day? I don't know. <laughs> He's lost to conduct. <laughs> it's it's crazy though. It's crazy that this is even happening because I mean we get it. We we hear this a lot, and I think now in this day and age where internet is very easily accessible and news about movies come out a lot more a lot more easier. It's it's kind of like it's almost jarring to constantly hear that kind of news. Um, it it is, but I I look at it like this way. I look at it this way. I think what they saw with the Batman was like, okay, we saw the success it had on opening night. Um, and I, I mean, well, not uh, Thursday, Thursday and Friday night. Combine those two, yeah. they saw the success with that. And I think, and I and I and I want to say the powers that be sat there and said, this is a workable formula. But let's look at these other three movies and go, what's the stats of that right now? It's like. Is it going to be on the same hype level as we did Batman, or are these next movies going to flop? Now, personally, I don't think Shazam's going to flop. Shazam, Fear the Gods, I don't think that's going to flop because that was a solid movie. Um, Aquaman, because it's being directed by the same by James Wan, I don't think that's going to flop. Um, but you know, Black Adam is the that's the the kid that's the wild card. You don't know. I mean, yes, everything The Rock has done has not been a failure. I mean, it, some have been okay. Some have been over the top. Some have been, been blockbusters. But I think because Black Adam is being so hyped up and has been hyped up for like the last couple of years, you know, them pushing it back makes me think that are we, did the, did the screen test not go the way they wanted them to go? Or are we strategically planning it differently? Or could it be both? I really feel Possibly. like, like just think about it. Uh, the Batman was supposed to come out twenty twenty one. Right. Its current success, I feel, is also attributed to we had to wait an extra year. <laughs> so I feel like yeah. the hype behind Black Adam, and because everybody wants to see Black Adam and how that's going, how that's going to work. The mm-hmm. the early trailers looked really good. Um, I actually I feel like it's going to work in his favor. It's I such, think wait a little longer, but I'm yeah, really working this yeah. I was lo- yeah. I was looking forward to it. Um, I think the other thing, which I, it's good, but then it's not, you know, because they're gonna be it's gonna be on HBO Max April nineteenth, so mm-hmm. it it won't have your traditional three month run, right? And I don't know how I feel about that, like. Th- on the fan side of it, I'm just like, oh, great. I get to watch it at home now. But the other half of me is like, yo, you pretty much got a good cash cow. You might want to was into that. But that was was Warner Brothers hedging his bets. When we were still all cooped (laughs) up and going to the movies didn't always seem as almost normal as it does right now. So that's the reason why I, mean, I think what they did with HBO Max was like, hey, we'll release these movies um, in the theaters for 60 days and then, of course, have their run on streaming services. And I think they were trying to hedge their bets because I think they do. I mean, obviously, they're going to get a kickback from HBO Max about you know releasing their movies on the streaming service. But 
I don't think they, I don't, I'm not going to say they didn't think about it down the road that they, you know, they were kind of like, well, if it flops, we still get money, but they never considered what if this movie does on the same level. I'm, I won't say on the same level as Spider-Man No Way Home, but let's mm-hmm. just say a quarter of that. I don't think they gave it that kind of consideration. That's why everybody's like, you're, you're really about to be losing money because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, we know when it's going to release on HBO Max. We'll just wait. And yeah, that does yeah. that does hurt the te- that does hurt theater sales a little bit, just because, like I said, I don't think they gave it that consideration, but I don't think they expected the reaction that it got either. True, true. Uh, well, since we're going to get right into it anyway, because let's face it, this is a. <laughs> I love this. I, I'm lo- I'm loving what they did with this movie. So we, we're just going to get right into it. I'm vengeance. <laughs> Well, that long that lasted longer than I wanted to, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, let it play. This is hey, this that's, is, the score is so fire. <laughs> right at you. It's it's really it hard to get past that score. Uh, it, you know, as as guys, <laughs> you hear that score, you your your walk slows up, everything Man. slows up. You chest, get a little more dramatic with it. Yeah, you, you your your chest swells up a little bit, just like. <laughs> I'm vengeance. <laughs> right. Um, this movie's bomb, man. I I gotta say, the score, like you said, Crazy Eight, the the score is is on par. The cinematography on par. Like it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And we're not. We haven't even gotten to it, but the freaking makeup job, man. Right. And we're getting. We're gonna get into that. So we're gonna start with Will. Will, what was your takeaway from this movie? Uh, first off, I owe Twilight. Uh, I owe Twilight uh, Edward an apology. <laughs> I did not think, sir. Understand? Only thing I had before this was Twilight because my fiance watches it. So I, I do apologize, sir. You are no longer the sparkly vampire that I did not think could be a bat. <laughs> you can be a bat. So I just need to get that out there for the world to see that I apologize publicly to Twilight Edward. That being said, um, no, dude, I. I loved it from from beginning to end. I had I went in with a whole bunch of hesitancy and walked out just confirmed that the way they took the story, the pace, the cadence, the attention to detail and just the tone of it all did it felt like a different Batman movie and I think that was the that was the target they were trying to go for and I I, I was like, dude, I sat there the entire time just like, this was perfect. This was the, if this was a way that you're going to tell a Batman story, this was it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy 8, what you think? So, I gotta say that out of all of the Batman films, and of course this this is up there, but of course it don't be my favorites, but even out of my favorites, this movie gave me the first feeling of I want to explore Gotham. I want to explore mm-hmm. the mechanics mm-hmm. of Gotham. I want to see who's like I almost feel like every villain that we've ever come across in the comic book somewhere is in there <laughs> 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 yeah. still being tapped. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. 
I gave, I, I cared so much about Gotham mm -hmm. and how it was. Um, I love the, like we always, you know what I'm saying? We always get how Batman put fear into criminals and shit, but we really got to the point of these dudes was looking at Shadow Shook and he wasn't yeah. even, <laughs> like, and for the, like, I love the, you know what I'm saying? The voiceover dialogue part of it. Mm -hmm. Stay true to that neo noir like feel. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just love I love psychological thrillers anyway. So place Batman inside that, which a lot of his comics tend to be because he has exactly. cerebral villains. Like, you know, his all his villains are cerebral to a certain degree. Yeah, they're right. playing back and forth with um his sanity versus their insanity and how much they're actually alike. And I love the duality between him and Riddler the whole movie. Man, yeah, yeah. was fired. Um, yeah, man, and I, I really, really enjoyed this movie, man, a whole lot. Man. Um, just the chose like the actors brought something. Everybody brought something, and I, mm -hmm. I everybody was acting their ass off. I don't care, like if they was in the movie for like two seconds or two, the whole. <laughs> everybody was bringing it, man. This movie was fired, man. So I'm 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 I've already said it, but I'm going on record and I'm saying it right in here right here, right now. Robert Pattinson, I apologize. Mike, you will. I did not like I did not like Twilight. I hated it. I hated it. And so by the time I seen him again in Harry Potter, I was just like, oh, oh, you're Cedric Diggory? Oh, you're gonna die. I'm <laughs> but, but you know, beyond that, I, I have seen him in other films, and I'm like, he's actually a really good actor. Fantastic. So, right. So by the time he comes around and he's playing this role, and I'm like, I, I had to go in there with, like you said, with I had to, I had to go in there with some hesitancy, but I had mm -hmm. to give it a chance because we've done it with Michael Keaton, we've done it with Jack Nicholson, we did it with Heath Ledger, we've mm -hmm. done it, we've done it with, we did it with Ben Affleck. I just played so, for that one. Yeah, so <laughs> and, you know, and so you know, other well, outside of Justice League, the, the Justice League when I put it that way. But <laughs> he showed and proved. Mm -hmm. And for it to be a year two, and then and you know, granted, we don't like the, the emo look was you know, he, he it was like it was a little emo when he was Bruce Wayne, but he was never really Bruce Wayne, right? He was he was you know, even in comics. Bruce Wayne isn't Bruce Wayne. He's just mm -hmm. mastered how to be Bruce Wayne out of Batman. That's all he but did. I, and I, but I right. love the fact that like he didn't care about that at that point. Like if mm -hmm. if we're gonna like stick true to realism, if I got this chip on my shoulder from murdered parents, mm -hmm. I don't care about doing there either. Right. Yeah, he held the living crap out of everybody that looked like you shot my parents when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> So, I, lo I love his I seen dynamic. Those, I seen so many people complaining, like, where's the billionaire playboy? I was like, all right, first of all, uh, did you not hear year two? Right. Thank you. Thank three, you. Like, this is Batman know, like, beta. So weird. <laughs> like, even when I did my um my non-spoiler review via TikTok and everything, I kept getting these comments, this movie's trash, where's the billionaire playboy? This, this, this. And I was like, did y'all, like, miss everything that, like... His it's literally written on a notepad. It's <laughs> like his clumsiness, uh, him getting certain clues wrong during the crime scene. All it, 
it was on purpose to show mm-hmm. you like this is early on. This Everybody's not polished. Early. He's still in his twenties. <laughs> like, oh, it was man. perfect. It, it, was, it was absolutely it was very perfect. perfect. And, he fit and this world perfectly. He did, and and like you said earlier, telling that falling in love with the the city of Gotham. Gotham was its own character. It was a character yes. right, the whole time. Like we finally got to see this crime noir, this gritty. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was like you could smell the piss coming off the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was it was that gritty. I'm just like, man, this is crazy how they're getting it. And then when it, it's already dark, it's already grim. You know, it's mm-hmm. always cloudy. This overcast. Always but then when they, mm-hmm. Yeah, only in Gotham. But then they show like the interior of, of the of his of his tower that he's living in. I'm like, yeah. damn, this dude's like in a haunted mansion. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But that's it was the saying. creepiest. Wayne Manor was the creepiest thing I ever seen. Yeah, I like, this is some dark. Sh- this is gothic. But that's the you reason, know? that's the reason why that's the reason why it worked. That's the reason yep. why the whole setting worked. Because I had I like I said crazy. I know you like I said I ran to some people too. It's just like man, where's where's this? Where's that? I I had to ask them. I said, you do you understand? There's multiple levels of Batman stories, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like you do know like the year I was like. Go back and read Batman Year One. If you don't make it past the first issue, then Year One's not for you. You might as well just go along the lines to where he's a little bit more refined. And in this movie, this—that's why I said this movie was perfect. You like we all said he was clumsy because there was a couple of there was a couple of falls he took. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got up. <laughs> yeah, I thought but, he was gonna retire right then after hitting that uh the the, the subway tunnel thing. Oh, he, oh, that, oh, oh, yeah, he was trying to jump. When he was trying to the jump. Flight he, suit. he kind of he missed that flight. Suit. Yeah, like, after, the, after the flight suit. Oh, my God. When he did that, Ooh. I felt it. I was just like, oh, damn. Oh, at, the same, at the same time, I'm like, his fighting skills were not that plush either because he was taking some shots. Yeah, but yeah. That, it was perfect. It was, but yeah, that's the reason I, why it worked, love, though. It gave yeah, me, but exactly. It gave me Arkham Games, yep. mm-hmm. Long Halloween, it gave me all those vibes, and I'm like, I'm so in love with this right now. Oh, you, you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't want to play an Arkham Knight like I did after you had the movies, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I sit up there, I'm like, let me finish these damn Riddler puzzles on this shit. Yeah, by the time I, I got out the movie theater, I was so like, I'm surprised I, I got some sleep. Like, it was crazy. It and was. Then, uh, it I, was can say, I can say that, but my tale was like, I was still so hype about it. I was like, my fiance goes straight to sleep. I'm just like, this ain't gonna work. And I said, and I started cycling through all my games. I was like, hey, Arkham Knight. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I, mean I ended up throwing on the uh, I did end up throwing on like the, the 90s animated series and let that run until like because it's the same, it's the vibe. It's the it's vibe, the right. vibe. And I had a lot of Batman to choose from to watch when I got home. And I was like, Yeah, let me throw the let me throw, <laughs> let me throw old faithful on real quick. The, the, the so, good old faithful series that we, we're not going to really recognize the rest of them. Right, right. So <laughs> we've already apologized to the Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. but this sister here, this is our new Catwoman. I was very, I was very impressed I, by her. I, Zoe Kravitz showed her ass. She got in her bag on this one, and even even her look, because this year two. Right. Even her look didn't bother me. I'm like, as basic as it is, she still handled herself. 
It's still nope. it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and they're in their dynamic, that shit worked. Mm-hmm. That's that what worked. I, I like them. Um, the, the awkward moments they had where it looked like like Batman was supposed to kiss her and he just don't. Yeah, yeah like he wants to. He, he feels like that. Like she wants him to, and he like, I mean, what you about to do? Right. <laughs> we got crying. <laughs> so, like, what, what you about to go do? Like, I, I mean, mean even even the line, even the line later in the movie when she's leaving town and she's trying to convince him to come with him mm-hmm. or come with her, and she was like, "Yeah, somebody else has your heart," and, and right. you know, it's always Gotham, right? Always wins it out, and I'm like, "Damn, it's like right out the book." Mm-hmm. The dopest it's thing for me though, and like me and um me and B like was like bumping elbows when we was in the theater watching and shit. But <laughs> they gave her like small elements of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman theme. Yeah, yes. yep. I've watched 10 million breakdown videos about Batman. Nobody has mentioned the Catwoman score that's like an homage to oh. the Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, how did y'all miss that? I mean, everybody's comment section. So what about Catwoman's music? About <laughs> oh, that, that little, that little mix right. between uh, Tim Burton's Tim Burton's yeah. and Arthur Kitt's yeah. song back in the whole series. Yeah. yeah, it's like it was a perfect blend. I was like, yo, the, this, I was like, Giacchino is killing his score, man. <laughs> That's great. He, he tried to go, he tried to go for that Grammy. That's yeah. that, 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 that okay. Grammy <laughs> you won already. That's that. That's that. That's that stuff that you. That's like I'm like I, I've been. I've constantly said it. I said, if they don't get nominated for cinematography. For the score or for the makeup, they've been robbed. And I'm not saying that as a fan of comics. I'm saying that like you looking at this as a fan of film. film. It was a fan of film, right? It was done. It was very well done. It was beautiful. That's why. That's why I couldn't complain about Colin Farrell. I'm like, I had to do a couple, couple takes looking at him, like, and the way they did his character. And I was people. That's odd. It wasn't that right. (laughs) It's it's not Colin Farrell. You, You know. It was crazy because nobody recognized it. Pull a picture, but it was crazy because nobody recognized him. Jeffrey Wright did not recognize this man. Right, no one recognized that's, this man. On that's set. a sign of great makeup. You can walk past complete no, strangers no. and they're looking at you like you don't belong here. <laughs> and great, you, I you can know, right. like, even in inflection and everything. This was not like the normal Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell role. Like, right, I was sitting there like. I had to oh, like because the second time I, I just saw it for the second time with my mom and shit and uh, she saw the ending credit. We had the ending credits and shit, and she see Colin Farrell's name in the ending credits. She was like, "So wait, who was Colin Farrell?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm about to blow your mind." Right? <laughs> I was like, "Wait, listen up." He was the penguin. She says, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but that when good Ka- Colin Farrell, you know, they're doing he's he's doing press junket tours for the movie and everything. And I believe it was a Tonight Show he was on. And he says he was in makeup and everything. And uh, he said he just kind of got engulfed in the character. He said Jeffrey Wright walks on set and he says, hey, man. And Jeffrey Wright gives him a look like, who the hell are you and why are you here? And so he goes and talks to the director and the director points back at him and he walks over there. He's like, Colin. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> but it, all the way from Brazil, what's going on? 
Oh, yeah, but he was when I say I loved his role, I love the way they did him in the movie. He was literally that looks he was nothing he like was, him. <laughs> he, he looks nothing like him. Exactly. He doesn't. I mean, that's the thing that kills me. Plus the whole his whole mannerisms and cadence. I was like, I love the way they set him up. Because they, I mean, they never mentioned the penguin the whole time. It was always, it was always his own name. It was just, it was pretty much just Oswald. And I love the fact that they did not do any inflection toward it, didn't call him an animal, just sat there and said, you're never going to be this, you're never going to be that, you think you're going to be the top dog in Gotham and all this stuff. I love the you know, setup beyond that. That was beautiful. It, it was amazing how he played his role and even, mm -hmm. even, even the interrogation scene. And I'm laughing because he's like, oh, what was this? Back out, batshit cop. And, you know, he's like, and he's giving it right back to him and i'm like how do you good sir you're an actor is what you are <laughs> you're an actor and, and <laughs> i'm gonna give you that you know it's amazing how they pulled this off amazing mm -hmm. how they pulled this off and I, I don't, it's like i said if they don't get this and get nominated they're robbed <laughs> oh they, robbed. if they get this then the if, we, if they don't get this then we know it's truly screwed we right. That yeah. way, let's be honest. There's, they don't there's no that. hope for the world. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like, I mean, look, the, I mean, the way he looks, though, that just is wow. Like, even the side by side, you can't tell. Even at the side by side, you cannot tell. Right. It's insane. That's crazy. It's but, work. They need but to get into that makeup crew that, that did that. And he, like you said, he said, I'm just a canvas. I'm like, dude, don't be so right. modest. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so modest. Like, dude, you, they did a great job on it, and you just knew what to run with. Like, Why? Right. You know, and then Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, who already another accomplished actor, he's my Jim Gordon now. Yep. I can, I can take this now. You know, J.K. Simmons, Stay J. Jonah Jameson. Just it's fine. We're okay. This is our Jim Gordon now. Especially now that yeah. we're getting Batgore on HBO Max. So we're just like, okay, I think y'all might be on to something. <laughs> as long and my whole thing is as, as long as they don't change the formula. That that because yeah. I know because you know with some movies when they come out and you know they do great, and then it's like, okay, we already knew that HBO Max is already doing two spinoffs. We know there's gonna mm -hmm. be a spinoff. With uh, Colin Farrell's Colin Farrell's like Pete, when we know there's going to yeah. be a spinoff with the with uh, the Gotham PD with uh, Jim mm -hmm. Gordon starting out, that's fine because I've been saying this from I've been saying this for years that I want DC, I want a DC to go different directions in their storytelling. You don't always have to go the heroes route because technically the heroes yeah. like the heroes like Jim Gordon stories. There's multiple stories out there involving who was it? Ed, who was it? Uh, Ed Brubaker when he was writing GCPD Central. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. some great stuff, man. But and that's, I can, that's that what they're basing a lot of that story off of. Yeah, right. that was some great stuff. And how many times did you see Batman show up in it? Like it was, and when he did, it was so far in the back. It was an afterthought, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I don't care about that. I want to see what's going on here with this precinct. You know? right. That's the reason why I think it works too, because like you said, in them in them stories, Batman wasn't really there, and this will mm -hmm. be centered around year one Batman, 
mm-hmm. leading up mm-hmm. to the movie. So he won't be there a lot in there anyway, because it's like the, the police really got to figure out what's going on with all this crime. Right. Right. You still got the corruption element to deal with. The crime families and still in the between. That's what I was like. Loved, I loved how they did that. With it. I was like, finally, we get the fully corrupt Gotham. <laughs> finally. Like, the you guy don't went, know who to trust. And even when he was like, oh, yeah, Falcone, he's got them all in his pockets. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, Falcone. Because that's something you can't never get rid of. The Falcone <laughs> and Moroni, you cannot get rid of that stuff. Like, you're like, Carmine might be dead, but there's always another Falcone. And there's right. always another Moroni somewhere. And I, I, love I do that. love John Turturro's acting on that. John Turturro, as him, just comes so in and is like... And he was so easy and charismatic with it. Like, yeah. you love like, the really, you couldn't hate him. It wasn't it wasn't until he lashes out in, right. in, in in with with physicality that you're just like, oh, this is why I gotta hate him. Right. You know, yeah, he's like he's choking. He has so much swag the whole movie. But right. you gotta love how he, but you gotta love how he smooth just sat there and told uh Bruce Wayne and told Bruce Wayne's like, Yeah, your dad came to me, he had a problem, I handled it. Yeah, is it? That was it. It's like he, he said, still, yeah, right. He still didn't say enough to incriminate himself. Right. right. You could just right. tell, like, you know, I took care of it. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, he's like, did you just like he's, he said, say you want a straight answer? I said, look, yo, yo, man's not as good, not as good of a man as he thought he was. He, just, he, 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 like he sprinkled just enough sugar yeah, on right. there, right? Just enough. Mm-hmm. That he's just like. I need to go talk to Alfred about this. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a, that was the cold, that was the cold game part of it. He's, yeah. he's, like, he's like, yeah, your dad was your dad was your dad had an issue. Your mom was crazy, and, it, and the whole thing about it was like nobody. You, you so want to sit there and see the Alfred say something? Nobody sat there and was like, well, he wasn't wrong. Right. <laughs> this was the first time that um I had the the whole Arkham spin for his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the first time I, I've come across that, and I really, really love that. Yeah, right? because see, we don't really that get too much background. Him, uh, other yeah, than and it's like mm-hmm. him really being the Prince of Gotham because his father is a Wayne and his mom is an Arkham. So it's like, yes. that's fire when you think yeah. about it. Like, that's so fire. But the funny then, part is, you know, it's a, it, at, at first it was an Elseworlds story. Like, yeah, they, were it was. So, they were so scared. Um, at the time, this is when DC DC was trying to be safe and go middle okay. of the road. They didn't want to actually use his mom as saying that, yeah, your mom's last name was Arkham and she was in the loony bin because they were afraid that that would tarnish Batman as a as a moral obligated superhero. They come to find your mom was crazy. Okay, as if him adopting uh, uh, minors, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it wasn't dark enough. So safe. So safe. <laughs> That was the thing I laughed about. I was like, I was telling, I was telling my fiance, and wound up educating half the movie theater. I'm like, yeah, that's an Elseworlds story. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, you know, when people are in the movie theaters, it's like, re- really, that 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 actually is true. I said, yeah. Next thing you know, well, where is that? Oh, it's uh, Elseworlds. I think it's like uh, issue 36, 35. Oh, right. really? Yeah. And then you wound up teaching half the movie theater, like, yeah, this is an actual storyline, and. They chose not to go with it for publication reasons because you know they always have blue sky parents everywhere. I thought that was so dope, and it also kind of like validates his uh, his mental state 
Mm-hmm. Why yeah. he chose to be Batman versus you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, it makes you question blood. some things now, don't it? That's in your <laughs> yeah. blood, like you know what I'm saying. It's in your blood to be a little off now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why Alfred was like, well, he's gonna do this. I might as well steer him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because think about it, no good caregiver is gonna be like, hey, look, bro, you you probably shouldn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know the history. He like, well, ain't shit I can do about it. Right. Yeah, that's why I was like, Alfred. That's, that's why I love about Alfred's character yeah. about that. He's like, that's he said the only reason I'm helping you do this is to give you to the only reason I'm helping you with this is to help you keep your sanity. It's like yeah. it was like I could. He's like we could have had you in Arkham a long time ago, but <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly right. You're crazy. You're exactly right. It was the whole thing of it. Like when you when you literally sit there and come to find out that your mom was nuts. Everything, and that's why I love that what the what Matt Reeves did with this was that the moment that got interjected into his mind, it was like bump it. Everything else, there everything else is I don't care moment, right. and yeah. that made it perfect at that point. To the point to where he was like, well, I'm going to talk to Alfred. And then, you know, and then the Riddler, which, whoo, I forgot the actor's name. I forgot his name. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Dano. That man, I was like, I I, I, I applauded that. When the movie's going over, I applauded him. Like, bruh, if I did not expect you to play the Riddler like that. I didn't. It was. (laughs) What's going on, Matt? It was something incredible. Um, Paul Dano, you've seen this guy in a bunch of other stuff. You really Mm -hmm. have. But I didn't think I was going to like this look. It worked. It worked so well. It does. such a jigsaw moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what's dope about that, too, is that it's still year two for his ass, too. Yeah. But he can escape Arkham and get more comic book accurate over time. Like you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Right like, yeah, you know, like, come, it, come down a little bit. It's really dope. And the even fact even that, when we know, seen this version from Gotham, the TV yeah. show, when we seen that, right. that was this close. That's that was pretty much the spot on look. Pretty much but this. I'm yeah, looking love, at it like, yeah, wow, like, but it's oh, very clean. It's very clandestine, and I think that, like I said, like I'll say, going back to the year two thing again, very clandestine. But at the same time, it works so well just for the mindset that he had. It was like, you know, especially with the duct tape. And I was making jokes about the duct tape every time I saw it. I said, I don't know what Home Depot he's in, but if I was in Gotham and I'm tracking this guy, go to wherever the duct tape is missing because I guarantee you're going to find him. He's got a storehouse full of full of duct tape somewhere. Craft stores somewhere. This dude's got duct tape hidden all over the place. It was crazy. I'm gonna say the the uh, the dynamic between these two mm-hmm. was was just what I needed to see. Yep. It's and this particular movie. scene, when he's in the precinct and he has to pose like he's talking him down, talking <laughs> to him all in his face. It was it was so funny because he's Jeffrey Wright. Like I said, man, he's an accomplished. He's a great actor. He's talking mm-hmm. him down. He's all in his face, and he's like, "But he's giving him clues." He's like, "Take this key." Right. I kind of got Casino Royale vibes from that one. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> James Bond for a second, like, hold up. Yeah, yeah, and then he turns around. He was like, well, "Hit me." He's like, "So when he does it, he 
He turned. He catches him off guard and does and that it. That was that was the perfect, and that's a, a <laughs> bit like they they showcase Batman having like the these real genius moments mm-hmm. every time, and it's always subtle. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna wait till he look away, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna clock him in and get out <laughs> because that looks more believable than a, a full on punch. Yeah, right. And, and then the next time you see him, he's like. Man, you could have pulled, pulled your punch. He was like, I did. I did. I'm like, you like, like, <laughs> fuck <laughs> this. I mean, it was a sucker punch. He kind of folded him a little bit, but it's like, hey, we see the punch he was throwing earlier. I know, I know he was probably yeah, like, no, he's like, he was like, he was I believed him when he said he pulled his punch from how much he was whooping ass in this movie. Yeah, now let's talk about that because he was when that when he walks on the scene. Number one, you talk about drama build up mm-hmm. when he's walking you hear the footsteps it was almost like i could have swore i was hearing stirrups i could have swore genius. right it was just this thump thump mm-hmm. and like you said will he had everybody scared looking shook. into shadows and when that that first scene when he's Somebody in the subway and they, right yeah. it was shook of a yeah. they couldn't see into but that, but that, like, but that, he's but that running out in the just using sound and just using yeah. director. That was it was that's why that's why I loved about it. It was so simple where it was no special effects. It was just an emphasis on darkness and sound and just yeah. let it roll. And I'm like, I was sitting there the whole time, like as they show different scenes where you like like you're talking about, you know, the guy, you know, the guy in the alleyways looking at the darkness, like, nah, bruh, I'm I'm out. You can almost see the fear, even though he had a mask on. You yeah. like he had that yeah. he, he had, had the, the little like, weird fruit mask or whatever the fuck yeah, it was. And yeah. I can see him being like, I just robbed this, I just robbed a corner store and I'll be damned. I'm not going down that alley. <laughs> <laughs> and I just really after they seen the spotlight, he's like even in that moment and his voiceover is like. The city's a big place. I can't be everywhere at once. And you get to see how effective his fear tactics have been. Yeah. That people just shook. Like, you know, once they saw the bat signal was in the sky, they was like, oh, yeah, these dark alleys is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot. I got to go home and get the baby. Yeah, like, I'm not even robbing people. I'm about to get his money back real quick. Hold on. <laughs> like, they spray um, they no graffiti. I'm like, dude, you're just doing graffiti. He got he you. Dropped, he dropped a can and was like, nah. Because once that can rolled over and it got into too much darkness, he was like, yeah, I don't even want that can. No. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. That was the greatest, like, that's one of the best Batman entries of all time. Oh, yeah. It was. It really was. And it was- I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say no good stuff about it because, you know, Two and a, just say three hours, three hour film, mm-hmm. and even the third act where you think he's they've got the Riddler, he's locked mm-hmm. up, he goes to do the interrogation, and he's and you see just how off Riddler really is. Yeah, and and, and he's just like, we were going to do this together, and he's like. What are you talking about? And then he that was breaks the best, it down. I think that's one of the best reveals of the movie is yeah. because the whole the trailers led us to believe he discovered who Bruce Wayne was. And of course, oh yeah, we all know oh, we God, all know so the we all know the hush yeah. story and shit like that. So yeah, it's not yeah. it's not it's not unbelievable that he would have deduced that he was Batman or whatever. So the fact that the actor knew to like not do 
um, normal pauses in speech so that you mm-hmm. wouldn't know that he had two yes. different thoughts going on. That's yeah. great acting. Because when he started saying Bruce Wayne, oh, and I'm yeah. like, the timing of that. he just figured this shit out, but then he kept man. going. But when and he kept you going, see Bruce, you see Bruce look at the camera like, the look. Yeah. Because he got found out. Like he just, yeah. Robert Pattinson was acting his ass off behind the cow, man. Like, yeah, just smoking with his eyes. Like, because you got to remember, this nigga didn't have, he had the least amount of dialogue in the whole movie. Compared yeah. to everybody else, yeah, it had the most presence in, in a lot of scenes, and not even saying that. Like when the cop, when he was uh looking at evidence, and the cop like, "What you doing in here?" He just look at him, and then go back to doing. <laughs> he what he, he didn't say nothing. He was the yeah, he like, the evidence, hey, You probably shouldn't be, and then he look at him again. Like you probably shut fuck up. No, yeah. this the scene that got me when he's sitting up there, and then one cop says, "He's like." Captain, he's he's touching the evidence. He was like, he's got gloves on. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not wrong. Where your gloves at? Where your gloves at, officer? Where your gloves at? Oh, that was too. That was too. That was too funny. It was some like, great you know, comedy the, that that was placed in there, man. Yeah, it was. But, it really was. But uh, but the way the Riddler did though the whole every clue was like a bigger and that's why I loved about that was that every clue led to a bigger picture and then when it got to the point where you know find the rat and bring him to you know find the rat and bring him to the light and the fact that he was like he thought about every clue that he thought about was like crap I've just been basically doing exactly what he wanted me to do and even yeah. at the end like I said even at the end when he's in jail so he's like oh. Oh, I thought you were so much smarter than this. It was just like <laughs> that's such a Riddler thing. It's yeah. such a Riddler because he says that he's like, I thought you were smarter than this. And it's like, the whole, oh, so and the whole thing about was the, and the whole thing about the Riddler, which killed me, was it was like he, you know, I didn't want them to go the origins. I I didn't want them to go origin, but I love the fact that they sprinkled in. It's like we were watching. It's like okay, what's Riddler's connection to all this? Because yeah, right. we know from the. Yeah, we know from comics and from the animated series where he starts from, but where are they specifically going to put Riddler in this? I loved how little of attention they gave it. It's like it got to the very end, and then you're like, oh, he was part of the group. of He was part of the group for the home. <laughs> and they left it at that. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So Didn't go with the Did, um... At any part in the whole sequence of you finding out his connection to, to the Waynes and everything from back then, was there room to for it to be implied that the reporter that got killed could have been his father? Could have, yeah. yeah. I mean, there yeah. there is that speculation. I've yeah. seen the movie twice, and like, because that that theory got pitched to me, and I I seen the movie twice, and I was like, mm. I guess yeah. so, but nothing was like expressly stated, and I love yeah. that Matt Reeves did that. A couple times throughout the film, this so was just a put together film. Yeah, yeah, like some shit yeah. was just like left openly implied. Yeah, about his father, about his father exposing the truth, and that right. everybody he talked to was like, you know, no more lies, or right. you know, tell the truth, or this man, this man is you know guilty, or you know, I always love when they say, you know, even on the walls in inside the old building, renewal is a lie, and yeah. I'm like. As you know, like a like friend of mine did point that he said, Well, the report they talked to, they did say he had a wife and a son. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it, it leaves it leaves that open out, like, well, is he is it basically and of course the sins of the father, which I again right. 
I love the fact they took an old Batman story of the sins of the father. I'm like, it was beautiful. And the way it was, like, all well, I'm, like, was there, I'm like, were they implying towards the hush storyline and everything? Right. It was so much. The reporter's going on. last name was Elliot, so that was uh, yep. Yep. That was a yep. to Tom mm-hmm. Elliot and shit. So yeah, that was dope, man. It was it was something amazing. I'm gonna tell you who I felt sorry for. I felt sorry for the two the twin doormen over at Iceberg Line. <laughs> I swear to God, every time, every time. If it wasn't Batman, it was Bruce Wayne. And I was like, every time, I'm like, you guys have got to be the worst doorman in history. (laughs) Or you got to be getting paid really good to come back to work. To keep coming back to work. You must have have incredible dental. That's all I got to say. You got to have incredible dental. And the fact that he, that first time he shows up and he just, he literally boss walks his way in there. Yeah. That was it. And and really nobody really stopped him for a good distance. They were yeah. just like, "Oh shit, that's the bat." Fuck it, he pushed me out the way. I don't care. Uh, and they and they kept it. He kept it going until right till he got to the stairway stairwell, and that's when it started kicking off. And when yeah. that one, he he shot that grabbing hook and snapped it and pulled me back. I'm like, Ooh. dude, like, dude, you don't pay me enough for this. You don't pay me enough for this. <laughs> Batman, he spots, he spots the cop who yeah. whose nose he broke. Right, and he's like, I love how he cases the joint because he's really casing the joint. And he mm-hmm. was like, "Who's the cop with the broken nose?" <laughs> he said that's McKenzie. He was like, "Yeah, I ran him into him at the Iceberg Lounge the other night." He's like, "You saying he's moonlighting for the Penguin?" He's he doing said, something. No, I think he moonlighting right. as a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, dude, I love the way that like the banter was like written for real. It was like really witty. This shit was. This, shit this was is fire, this man. this is the duo I can see every New Year every New Year's Eve having <laughs> coffee at the diner. That's right. the duo I can see having that happen. Every right. it was like here's to another year. I can see those two doing that. And and it, and it was perfect. The collaboration that they had between each other was just perfect. And I love the fact that you know, even the, even though the entire Gotham PD disliked, well, I won't say disliked. Most of them disliked him. Most Some of them, of them feared him. <laughs> so it's like yeah. he got to he got that, that first that first that first that first crime scene when he walks in. Yeah, you everybody. Yeah, the tension. It's so much tension. It's just him being there. Right, yeah, right, right. And, it, and it's always that one cop. He was like, "Hey, he's not supposed to be here." I'm thinking to myself, "Hey, you need to shut the fuck up." That's like confident enough to show up to an active crime scene wearing that will probably break <laughs> your face. Right. Yeah, now, like he, a, wait, he puts his hand on his chest. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm like I don't think you want to do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you like you and don't be crooked because then he going you're gonna give him more just for call just just <laughs> right. cause to do it. So oh uh, but yeah, I love how he was just, yeah. The way the, the look he gave it all was just like you got Jim Gordon going. You, it's like, look, you might want to let the man step through. It's like the look you gave was like, you might want to let the man pass. And so, because whatever, it, it's almost implied like, look, he knocks you out. We didn't see nothing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. The entire precinct chasing him in the <laughs> chasing him inside. The I'm like, y'all let all y'all in. The, this was it. Right when he got to the roof and he was getting ready to jump, and he that got was the moment. Nervous, real quick. He hesitated. Like, yeah. he hesitated. Perfect. He Perfect. was just like, it was that moment where he's like, "Remember your training." 
Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like it he was snapped that moment. Out of it real quick. He was like, "All right, yeah, I, I did prepare for this." Yeah. <laughs> he had to remember he prepared for it. But and I before I realized it. it was a flight suit, I'm like, "Well, wait, is because it looked it was looking slick from you know yeah, from yeah. the shot they were showing." I'm like, "Oh, damn, it's just a normal flight suit." Yep. <laughs> but the way it was looking, I'm like, "Why did this shit look like a suit suit?" I'm like, "What is he doing?" This, this was pre Lucius. You got to remember, this is pre Lucius Fox. It did not have all the pre Lucius Fox, right? <laughs> I was trying to tell people that was another complaint. People go, "He had this shitty ass gadgets," and this. And I was like, pre- "None of them gadgets were shitty." He, didn't, he exactly. was dressed. He was way. dressed for the occasion. Because exactly. yeah, I, mean, I will tell you I, now. That car chase scene when he gets in that car and he rubs that. I seen this joint in IMAX and I was like, oh, I felt it. <laughs> and I, I, then he I does do that, that. He does that taunt. He does that taunt yeah. like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I, oh, okay, it was a taunt because I thought the car it was fired. fired. I okay, thought I, I thought so too at first. Because like, at first I was just like, don't tell me the car just. Mi-. I thought the same thing for that mm-hmm. split moment. I thought it was a misfire. But it was mm-hmm. still going. I'm like, oh okay. no, he was taunting them because I seen it twice. So he was like, oh, he was taunting them, <laughs> and that entire chase scene. And they were, and I'm like, the Batmobile did not tear up shit. Mm-mm. And I love this car. <laughs> I absolutely love fire, this car. The jet fire edge on the back. <laughs> oh my god, when he blows through that tanker after Penguin thinks he's got him. Oh, that was a beautiful setup. It's even better it when was. you see it in the film and not just in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And then as he walks up to him and he just kind of like from the inside, that like, over. <laughs> you know that's your ass, right? You know but, but if you could you could make out the silhouette of his gear, because he's got like mm-hmm. a pouch on his leg and everything else. I'm like, he's dressed for the occasion. Mm-hmm. And like what kind like and I'm okay with that. His fucking his armor was best guard, nigga. Like that's it was. It was. <laughs> I'm glad my was way more bullets than any Batman I've I'm ever looking, seen. And and it's probably one of the best designs I've ever seen. Yeah, like here's a this is this is just a stunt double, but it's still probably one of the best functional designs I've seen. And I love that collar. Yeah, I love that freaking collar that he's got. It, it's something about that collar. I'm like. Keep that look. Don't like, change that look. The crazy ain't was right because all the bullets he was taking, I was like, um, and I was like, what kind of armor? I said, even I said, it was best. It was uh, best car. <laughs> I was like, hey, you just sit there, just walking forward. Which again, that hallway scene, love the hallway scene, just because yeah. of the fact, that, like, okay, we're just gonna keep firing multiple rounds as he's walking toward us, and the whole just no light, but just gunfire. You just see it beat down. Flashes. Imagine how many people got holes in them right now that ain't Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Want to tell me how you got shot? Well, riddled people. I blind my partner blindly shot me as I was getting my ass whooped. (laughs) If you live to tell the story, one person. If you live to tell the story, because I'm pretty sure. It, them bodies are still in that hallway right now. <laughs> oh, there's, there's, there's probably there's probably still two there's probably two people in Gotham right now just going. So you decided to fire a shotgun in the dark. <laughs> I think he was gonna hit this dude, and you thought it was a good idea to keep shooting, correct? <laughs> now I'm talking and about how many of you was you there, man? Crazy. It was like seven of us. Off and in the guy. shadows of the shells, the shoes yeah. are crazy. 
I'm, no, like, I'm like, it, it was. This was a beautifully shot film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, and we say this about a lot of every time we get a new Batman or a new Batman film, and they just keep setting the bar. And mm-hmm. I, in my honest opinion, I feel like maybe Warner Brothers is better off for right now, anyway, doing standalones because it's the standalones that seem to really amp up. They and seem the to get better. And the directors that they're choosing to do so. The directors they choose. I will get, I'll partly agree with that. I'll partly mm-hmm. agree with that because number one, I mean, like you're right. Directors make the movies. We, we've seen when, once a director, when a director has creative control, knows the tone and theme of where he's going with the movies, right. we, we, we see what happens. We see great movies when it happens with that. Right. Do I think if standalone movies are okay for right now, which I know I'm going to very sound, I'm going to sound very hateful critical saying this, but <laughs> as you eventually, if DC and their wondrous wisdom, Decides they want to attempt another Justice League. There, I'm not saying there needs to be continent. I'm not saying there needs to be continent, uh, continuity between the movies, but at the same time, there needs to be some correlation between them. Like you, you can sprinkle a little bit here and there. I mean, Just for example, force feed it. Yeah, don't force feed it. Like if you're gonna, if like if, you, if they want to do another Batman where they still follow Robert Patterson, Robert Patterson, and go that route. We don't need to see it on a superhero. You can do it. You can just simply mention a name, mention a city, and mm-hmm. just sit there and say, oh, they're having the same problem in Metropolis. They're having the same problem in Central City. They're having the same problem in Star City. Or, you know, there's this there's this thing that appeared over in Greece that looks like the looks like a shield, but it's not Roman. Yeah. That's it. That that's all you need to do. And just <clears> leave <throat> it that. Let that little tidbit be out there. Because again, we don't want to, I mean, we don't want to take away. From the movies themselves, like I said, yeah. between Batman, between the, how they did the Batman, I have no issues with that. Still looking forward to the spinoffs and everything to go from there. It's like the other DC, movie, the other DC movies we talked about. You know, will Black Adam be good? We let's we be honest, we, it's a coin flip. we hope, yeah, <laughs> we hope it'll be good, but it's a coin flip. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the same with uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why it works so well is Zachary Levi. Zachary mm-hmm. Levi is kind of a fan favorite amongst nerds. Yeah. You know, like if you've watched Chuck and uh, Heroes Reborn. You know, oh, hey, I love Chuck. Man. <laughs> yeah, I love but, Chuck. But Heroes I'm actually Reborn. rewatching Chuck anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm actually rewatching Chuck. You know, so I'm like on season three of Chuck again. And, mm-hmm. but he's a, he, and he's a nerd. He loves mm-hmm. this stuff. You know, so for him, it's almost him watching him play Shazam and the way he's reacting. I'm like, it's just Zachary Levi, yeah, playing a hero. It's like watching yeah. Ryan Reynolds. It's like Ryan Reynolds is playing Deadpool. I'm like, no, Ryan Reynolds that's is that's Deadpool. That's, that's, that's what it Deadpool is. In different movies. That's it. <laughs> Freak Out was basically Deadpool without a mask. It's, 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 it's variants. It's a variant. Basically, that's all based it is. Come, like his his personality, like the comic creators, really based it off of Ryan Reynolds' sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, that's they, I think they even mentioned him at some point. In the comic, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was mentioned in the Deadpool comic. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's so ingrained. This is like, dude, yeah, yeah, you're stuck with it. (laughs) Deal with it. It's a good thing to be stuck with the new, uh, the new Nick Fury off of Samuel Jackson. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then they finally get Samuel Jackson to play. I was like, yo, that's fire. Right. The funny story behind the funny story behind that is they did it before they asked him. Yeah, and, right. Know, and then and they got the call from him, and they were just like, Oh, you got the call from Sam Jackson. <laughs> and I wonder how many motherfuckers you were before he, he before yeah, he you know, right. it was like it was okay. <laughs> It's like, like, he, like you, know, you know, you motherfuckers could have asked me right. first, you know. So it's funny but, you should ask, Mr. Jackson. It's funny you should ask because I want to talk to you about the. I want to talk to you about the initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it's right. it's. I'm I'm glad that they got this, and we're at it. We're at an age now. We're at a age in movies where you have to tell. A good film, you have to tell a good story mm-hmm. in a two-hour-plus film. You have to. Yep. It's no longer. It's no longer a ninety-minute film. This is not a kids movie. It's no longer ninety minutes where you can tell a story. It's happy-go-lucky and boom, you're done. But the you funny know, part, is, the funny part is, you mentioned that that this, if anything, after this movie successfully, just shows you can tell adult-driven right. comic book movies. There exactly. is a market for that now. I mean, because to be honest, we the only ones in the theater. Pretty much. Like like, real kids ain't in the theaters to see this shit unless it's Spider-Man. The two times I went, I probably seen three kids. And and yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't wouldn't take it my kids. My kids somebody brought really really little kids for my second viewing of the movie. I was so annoyed. Like, look. I was like, you can barely, you you can barely be, show them. You better be lucky that I seen this one time before. <laughs> because I would have been like, I'd have got kicked out of the theater, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's I, 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 I told tell my kids. My kids were like, oh, we want to go see Batman. No. But no. you can't go see this one? No. No. Why? No. Because you're not you ready. You, you, you ready. I tell you what, I, and he's like, "Well, we 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 played Five Nights from Freddy, Five Nights at Freddy's." I said, "That ain't the same thing." Where's <laughs> <laughs> it going? I said, "Come back to me when you're twelve years old," but you ain't watching this. Now <laughs> I know the biggest hang up that I kept hearing, the biggest complaint I would hear, there's two of them. Um, mm-hmm. one it was like there wasn't enough action. I'm like, what the hell were you looking at? Because I was, I was completely okay with what I got. We got we've been, we've right. been spoiled with the, with the way that blockbusters are put together, right? Mm-hmm. So most audiences are spoiled. But what I loved about this movie was every five to ten minutes, something action was going on, mm-hmm. some kind of yeah. fight was going on, something was going on. Then, then you'll get these these dope moments of cerebralness, and, and you got to think about. Yes. Shit psychological and then right after that somebody's getting their ass whooped or shot at every time <laughs> and that's the thing time throughout that. the whole for three hours straight it went up and down in this this roller coaster the whole time right yeah exactly people just exactly. used to these 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 12 to 15 minute just spectaculars every time they like, get no up. it's not that you can't measure it up to end game or no way home right. you can't that, do that it's not but, fair but that's the downside. <laughs> but that's the downside of guys like us that have seen. We grew up on various superhero movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Anybody after anybody after two thousand two, they didn't really get the same thing we got. Really? Everything they did no. was everything they did was fast paced. It was 
It was actually from see, beginning to me, end. Here, here kid, let me sit they you didn't down. Have to sit through Superman Returns. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Here, kid, let me sit you down and watch and show you and show you the television movie of the trial of the Incredible Hulk. First time you actually <laughs> see Daredevil. Let me sit you down so you can watch that. You know, the, so the, the original, the original Avengers television show. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we have been through the fire. I'm telling you, <laughs> Derek, that makes movies like 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 the Batman just that much better because I'm yeah, not yeah. through every type of superhero movie that didn't work. <laughs> that that line that line that Bane says in The Dark Knight Rises, like I was born in the darkness, you were merely adopted right. in it. You, you know, I just you like was I, I was born in it. I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel about I I I felt. All of that, yeah. <laughs> I've but watched that's... all these movies. I've dealt with it, the pain. I've dealt with some of the lit downs, and the... I'm like, I'm like, look, we've seen movies that we're just like, I would never watch that again. <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's the reason but, why. But I, I but I won't admit the loss. <laughs> right. Oh, I oh I I sat there and said a few movies. Well, I <laughs> I, I pride myself on not going to movies that bomb. Even though mm. I've taken the L sometimes, but right. um, but no, it's just it's just like with these type of stories, that's what it that's all it's the I I have said this and I I will be and I will always say this, if the movie has a great story, it won't bomb, but that's it. but it won't bomb. But some folks who don't get it will say it sucks, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people out there, especially. I know that we you know people I still talk to is like, oh man, well, you said the Batman was good. I said it is good because it has a story. What you wanted was Batman Begins. That's what you wanted. You wanted Batman Begins. You wanted, you literally, I mean, if I sat you down and said, look, I'll give you two Batman movies you can watch. You can watch Dark Knight or you can watch Batman Begins. Nine times out of 10, most people who choose action. We'll go to Batman Begins. Right. Yep. Who wants story? Go to the Dark Knight. That's because it. what do you remember That's from the Dark Knight? You remember every iconic line that Heath Ledger's Joker has ever said. Not about the fact that not about the fact that he <clears> basically <throat> created he basically burned Harvey Dent and basically said, "Hey, man, about your girl." Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> your, your girl wasn't counting. Sorry. <laughs> we remember that, but everybody remembers from Batman Begins. The only thing they remember is simple fact of the matter is mostly fighting. And that's that right. just goes to show, and that just goes to show you there's two type of moviegoers out there. Those that like story and those that like action. But it, for a lot of us who grew up on action films, we've been through the the Chuck Norris's, the Bruce Lees, the the Black the Exploitation Rod- films. We've been the, through all the, that. The Roger Corman story. Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. The Give televised Justice League movie and I'm not talking yeah, about Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. we've hunted stuff down just mm-hmm. to see it, and yep. realized why did I do that to myself? Because we are in this, damn it. We we are de- we are dedicated. Oh, man. Just are- like the, uh, the, the 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 old old Fantastic Four joint. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic's arm really looked like a rubber glove with a broomstick in it. That's just how. Although. Although that was the most accurate Doctor Doom <laughs> to date, Doctor Doom looked like a Hoover vacuum with screws, <laughs> and that was the problem. That it was too accurate. 
I mean, I, every time I see that, I'm like, you basically said, let me take a Hoover vacuum and make it into a bodysuit. That's pretty <laughs> much what you did. That was a doom bot. 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 It was so it was so bad. Some of the stuff that we dealt with. Oh, not as not as bad as uh, we, we I was gonna say, what was the worst one? David Hasselhoff is Nick Fury. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I remember that. That, oh my God. If there was ever a low, if there was ever a low point in Marvel, it was that movie. No, Nick Fury no, aided no, that. No, Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that was, <laughs> you were so hyped to have that. You were so hyped to get that. And then when you got it, you was like, I was robbed. Yeah, it was. was it was. It was or, or the or the Nicholas Cage Superman movie we never got. Thank God. Oh, there's there's a reason why it's buried. There's a reason why it's yeah. buried. It was that awesome. movie will never see a lot of day. I was trying to think what was the other what was the really bad one? Um bombers. Yeah. What else are you saying? I said we, we dealt with some bombs. We we dealt with some absolute bombs and we Ghost had Rider. to. Because we were fans, yeah. I can't say anything. Wait, I was, wait, I'm a big of fan of Ghost Rider, but it was just the first, the first Ghost Rider movie. I was like, uh, I mean, Nicolas Cage, yeah, he made good Johnny Blaze because he's that crazy. That was a night, he does, he, he was, does make a good Johnny Blaze. Enough, I'll give him that. I was young enough to not hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, <laughs> oh, so, so good. <laughs> You know what it is? So I'm sorry. I got a better one for that. He-Man masters the universe when Skeletor goes gold. That's oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> when Skeletor goes full gold. That is that's where they got it from. That was so you know what? I I seen a uh, I think it was a behind the scenes or it was a like a doc about that movie and you know the final scene where where He Man and Skeletor are fighting, and you, and it look mm-hmm. they look like it's dark in the side in the gymnasium. It's dark for a reason. It's because they lost their budget. <laughs> so it that's what they, they lost their budget. So they were fighting pretty much in darkness. They this oh my god. This was, oh, oh man, yep. It was 1994. Plastic surgery hadn't came Jeez. along yet. <laughs> Oh, my God. actually, I take that back. Every time I see that, I'm reminded hey, of the parade. He looked Star like Trek. he got clobbered. Like clobbering time. <laughs> he did. He, did. he <laughs> like he got clobbered. Let me put that back up. Let me put that back up. That was that's depressing. No, you know what's even worse? He looked like Killer Croc from the first Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> 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 oh my God! He does. Look, oh, like, oh God. I can't it's probably the same now. Oh, I can't unsee it now. <laughs> oh my god, that is so bad. Oh, I gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta do this. I gotta do a show on that one now. I gotta do a show. Oh man, <laughs> Pro, pros, those prosthetics. There's no the justice. Worst, the worst superhero movie ever made to date. <sighs> the worst. And those, oh, those have got to There's a tie for that. There's a tie for that time. Yeah. Like worst movie ever? Worst oh worst career movie ever made? Ooh. Um Mystery Men. 
I would say Damn. about five. If, if I was gonna do a top ten list, Mystery Man be about five. There's still there's still other movies that are worse than Mystery Man. I will fuck around and play that. Like they had it on uh they had it on Netflix for a second. And I was just like, it's been a minute since I seen this. So I pressed play on it and then I cut it off at like like five minutes in and was like, Yeah, I'm like, I can't believe I did this. To um, yeah, I, I can't purposely do this to myself because at first you don't the first time you see Mystery Man is like, well, I don't know what I'm getting into. Right. You can't purposely press play on Mystery Man. You just nah, you got you gotta wait. You gotta wake up on a Sunday afternoon and realize it's just on. Know. It's just on. Yeah. Like, I like I like like I like Ben Stiller. Like how much do you like Ben Stiller? I would rather I, what are you I will watch Dodgeball before I watch Mystery Man. And I like Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, look at this. Look, okay. It looks like he takes sometimes comic like, accuracy. Goes wrong. You know, this one sometimes comic, comic accuracy, accuracy isn't enough. That looks yeah. like a burnt cookie. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> That's just a burnt cookie. That is a burnt oatmeal cookie. <laughs> yeah, my God, no, you know so the, uh, the popcorn get burnt when you when you leave it in the in the in the microwave too long. It's like at the bottom of the kernel. Like it, that's, that's dry. Like, that's dry. Like, stuck to the bag. <laughs> You, but, you making you know, a face because the, it, like, the smell then 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 took over the whole house. You just you just mad and shit. That's yeah. But the but the, the seven they had back then, I was like, that was some stepper wife stuff when I first saw it. I'm like, this is not it. What what works in comics does not work in real life. I'm just <laughs> from a comic standpoint. Perfect example. Perfect example. Perfect example. Watch Wanda. If you haven't watched WandaVision in the episode where they're doing like the Halloween going trick or treating. And you see oh, Wanda she, she in her. Like she she dresses like her comic book mm-hmm. counterpart, and so does Vision. And you're just like, I am so glad they didn't go that route. Yeah, <laughs> I am so glad they didn't go that route. You're just like, oh, oh, so so smart. Wardrobe, yeah, and makeup. Yeah, Thank was, you. I, I was surprised about Disney kind of pushing the envelope. I said, you had Wanda just coming out, and I'm like, okay, so we just said screw the top part. <laughs> we just said bump the top part. That's that's the that's what the money is. All right, right. <laughs> now I'll tell you, you one. Just, you no, just rolled with the one that the one that actually makes fun of themselves. Uh, you guys remember Netflix and Luke Cage when he when he comes back? From oh God, yeah, yeah, he he has has the the yeah. yeah. That look, was I look, what you say. I look like a damn fool. I look like a damn, like like a damn fool. <laughs> I sit there. I'm like. Yeah, you're better off not going with the jeans. Right. First shirt, and foremost, though, can we talk about like I couldn't stand my culture as Luke Cage? What? <laughs> I'm listening. So it's, listen, I'm listening. Explain. Explain. I'm listening. You know, explain. How he never made it believable that he was like, like he was New York. He was Harlem. Like you know what I'm saying? Like okay. Like how is Cottonmouth way more entertaining than you? In the city that you supposed to be protected, and then Fair point. and then he was like he was so bad at, at at giving us that that they had to make his backstory be a preacher from from Georgia, like his he's a preacher's son from Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to be southern because he not New York, but yet I gotta do this for you know what I'm saying. I do this for the, you know what I'm saying for Harlem. Like shut up, nigga. like I just I couldn't. It, so it was, I get you. I get you. I get you. You say it was forced. Yeah, it it, it it really bothered me. It's like I could have 
we could have gone so many different routes. Now, look, he was he was dope. Uh-huh. And look, but outside of look, and then let's not let's not mention the, the dab that happened. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot, I had almost forgotten about it, but all right. <laughs> I, I I break my my son does that. My done my son did that when he cosplayed Luke Cage one time. I was like, please don't <laughs> do that when we go don't when we go down to the do <laughs> Don't you ever do that again. My face, just, you better than my that. face involuntarily just did this just because <laughs> I remembered it all. But I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, Luke Coulter, he did his he did his best. I, you know, there was other people at the time. Like, I kind of wanted him to go a different route with Luke Cage. I, you know, it's let's be honest, you're never gonna find a bodybuilder like this. Is the, this is the problem when it comes to that can act that well for it. Right. At least that I mean, we know of. Yeah, I'm like, if anybody was gonna do it, I said, if, I said, if I, I said, I was telling somebody else, that if I had my dream casting, I said, I wish I could take an acting ability and just put it in CT Fletcher's body and have him do it because he has the, because in my mind, he has the gravitas for it, he, he has does. the cadence for it. And at the same time, you look at him, I'm like, because that line of his, he was like. You don't eat it for the taste, motherfucker. You eat it for the results. I can see I that. I love that. I love that. That would, be, that would have been perfect if he, if he could act. But I was like, but, you know, I'm not mad at Mike Coulter. It's like, hey, you, you take my, it off. Uh, my dream casting for that role was actually, actually Michael J. White. Oh. Yeah. He was, he was, he was my, he was my, yeah, and he could pull off the, I'm from, I'm from Harlem. Like they wouldn't have to have switched his backstory up. And Mm -hmm. he could have been from, I could have believed if I went to Harlem, I'd have saw this nigga like, yep. Yeah. Although, like I said, that's, that Spawn reboot needs to hurry up. That's all I'm asking for. They've been Spawn reboot. I'm like, this is running on borrowed time at this moment. Right. I'm like, what are y'all gonna do? What are, like, how are y'all doing it? We're doing an animation. Okay, well, y'all need to hurry up, <laughs> right? Because, because like, I was saying, Spawn was probably one of the more most underrated superhero movies out there, right? Because I loved, I love Michael John White. I love John Leguizamo as a, um, uh, oh Violator. yeah, Vindicator, yeah, Violator, 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 Violator. But I still say, even Martin Sheen was the most. 80s ish bad guy <laughs> that you can find still played his yeah. role. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm he's still like, I'm like, it was certain, certain things that I'm like, keep Michael John White, keep John Leguizamo, change a little bit of everything else, you know. I mean, he's like, I'm telling you, like, wait, what we got in in, in the sense of technology and, and film mm-hmm. movie magic. Spawn deserve a live action reboot. ASAP. It does. He does. It does. Because oh, sh- some, some of them shots that they had with the cape, exactly, were great right. shots. You know, especially when they did the shot with him standing on the on the chapel roof. That was beautiful. That was like, great. I'm like, beautiful. It looks good. Like you, you had it. I know what it was. It was your budget, mm-hmm. right? But it's but. It's- <laughs> But that's why I'm saying it's funny part where it's like, you know, the movies that we loved back then were considered the adult stories that we know right now. Right. That's why I was that's why I'm kind of hoping what happened with Batman is like this opens the door because we know a Deadpool R-rated movie's coming, but let's be honest, it's Deadpool. It's been established in Marvel what Deadpool is from the last right. two movies. But mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell you can tell uh 
darker adults, adult comic book stories. You can. Like, I, I'm still waiting for it. I'll even go forward to say, even though Punisher has had three shots, <laughs> Punisher has had a couple <laughs> shots. Um, yeah. I still say Thank Thomas Jane. John. Ray, uh, Ray Stevenson. I was yeah, like, you uh, know, Warzone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Warzone, Warzone was too comic book accurate. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was, was. like yeah, it, was when almost, he, it was almost. When he shoots, yeah. yeah, when he when he when he shoots the uh, the parkours with the missile, and I'm like, yeah, come on, for the way that, overkill, or the way that he like bashed old boy face against all the glass and shit, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was like, he, that dude, Jigsaw, dude that played Jigsaw. I'm just like, dude, it was like, you're too goofy. You're yeah. like too goofy of a mafioso kind of guy. If Joker, yeah, trying if Joker to play, yeah. Had a kid. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, yeah. It, it, I was just like, it's How'd you feel about Rockwell. the guy that played him um, in the Netflix series? Very John well Barathon? done. Yeah. Awesome. No, I'm talking about. Uh, no, no, the guy who played Jigsaw. The guy who played Jigsaw. That was very well oh, done. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was well. That that they was a better it. portrayal because he was more calculated and cold versus right. funny, and yeah. that made and that's that what made him like that's the, what we the, whole, the whole thing. He was so he was so obsessed with Frank. I was like, that was perfect. That yeah. that was that was Jigsaw in a nutshell for the Punisher. He was one of the, one of the most one of the most dangerous villains, even to the point to where Frank was like empty. Well, in the comics, he emptied a full. Emptied a full M16 clip in his face, but still, <laughs> you had to make sure you had to make sure somebody's dead. That's that a sure way to do it, that, right? But you know, I, I love to make sure he ain't coming series, back. But, <laughs> so, right? They did. They but, did yeah, a fantastic but, job with the Punisher Netflix series. They really did. I'm glad that uh, you know I had actually called it when they said it. They were like, "Oh, it's leaving." They're leaving Netflix, and I'm like. They'll be back, mm-hmm. but they're just coming back a lot sooner than I thought. You know, I knew they were. I like they're going to Disney, but they're probably going to be on Hulu because of the mature theme. That was the part I didn't see coming when they when Disney right. said, "Oh no, they're coming over to Disney Plus," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, Disney was Disney." Yeah. Plus. <laughs> right, that, that also gives me hope that that um, Moon Knight can be a little darker. Then it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that, they've already shown. They've, they've already, already shown. Yeah, they, they, Kevin Feige has they're already sat there and said that, yeah, we're going to go. Moon Knight is going to go exactly the way you think it is. I was like, cool, because there is no other direction it can go. Yeah, you can't, you can't PG yeah. this one. Sorry, you can't PG yeah. Moon Knight, no. Heck, they, they were just like, they were saying, um, like when they were talking about Blade, they were saying, well, P, or Blade's going to be PG-13. And I'm like, well, they can push the envelope now. Mm-hmm. Because even though the Wesley Snipes blades were R because of the yeah. blood and gore, yeah, you know how far like the standards are different now. Like right. they can literally push that envelope and be like PG thirteen, slap mm-hmm. that on there. Yeah, Deadpool would be a rated R. It's not so much the gore; it's the lewdness. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what makes it. That's what makes it the rated R. It's the lewdness. I'm like. Blade isn't loot. He was like, he's killing vampires. They'll probably like tone down on the blood part unless necessary. And because you're like, he's killing vampires. They're turning ash. Hell, Buffy did that. <laughs> yeah, and and somehow made it work for six seasons. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it for six seasons. 
But like, no, I mean, she can do it. Right. I mean, but that's why I was saying, but that's why I was saying the whole idea of of adult storytelling. That's why I was I used to I had this one argument. One guy said he said, look, it comes down to money. He says, right now, right now, kids bring in the money. I said, well, those kids eventually become teenagers who become adults. So mm -hmm. the money is going to shift. Now, Disney's going to make its money regardless. I mean, they got too many avenues and have bought so much stuff that they might as well be holding an infinity gauntlet waiting on DC. I mean, DC, let's, let's be honest. DC is like DC is the last gem in that hand that <laughs> Disney owns right now. And the powers that be are trying to keep DC away from Disney because if, if Disney ever bought DC, everything is owned by it's the mouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DC and Sony. Yeah, and, and and Disney and Disney's looking at Sony like, yeah, so that's all you got to do. You don't you mess this up for me. That's why I said about that's why I said about X. That's why I said when uh when uh Disney approached Fox about X Men. How much for X Men? It's not for sale. Okay, how much is Fox? That's all. Eliminate the Disney was just like. The company, pretty much, right? By the company, we got this. That's you know, I, I, somebody, somebody actually, I, I gotta find the artist that did this because they sat there, and, they sat there and said, "Uh, this is this is Disney after they acquired by Fox." It literally showed Mickey Mouse with the Infinity Gauntlet walking toward the animation <laughs> right. style, and it had the jewels across it saying, uh, "What did it say?" Uh, Marvel, ESPN, um. Uh, Two other things, and then it Star had, Wars, and then it had Fox, and it had, it had a uh, Fox on the other side, and you hear just Mickey and, and just Thanos' voice. I'll do it myself. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> right. that's messed up. <laughs> that's messed and up. they could, they literally yeah. just say, and they proved it. They they pretty like, oh, you want to play the big boy game, right? Hold on there. <laughs> the only thing I, the only thing I ask from Disney, if you're gonna move forward with the Netflix originals. Um, please retool Iron Fist, please. I, I believe cannot. they will. I believe I mean, they will because they either what gonna, we've known they either gonna fine tune them or stay away from them completely. Yeah, I think what they'll do it's gonna go one or two ways. Yeah, they'll probably sit him down and say, Look, how much do how badly do you want to do this role? Because I would go find, Don, some plans I would go find Donnie Yen, Samo Hung, and Jet Li. Yeah. And I would find somebody train this motherfucker for two years. Right. <laughs> Seven or days out the week. If they want to get the stink off of it completely, I'd do some wild like do make them Asian. And I know Danny Rand's story is about yeah. you know that whole fish out of water thing, but mm. you could also push the fish out of water thing with. An Americanized, uh, 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 Asian American person not knowing nothing about culture. You know and the funny thing is, the, the funny did, thing as you mentioned that that's currently the comic book line right now. Really? Yeah. Where yeah. there, where there's a new Iron and they introduced a new face, and he's yeah. Asian, and he doesn't, and he doesn't know how he got powers. He's one. His backstory, his backstory is is basically Disney. You of, sons of bitches! I think I see what you're doing now. Right. Yeah. They're setting up like he's a, he's one of the he's one of the divine uh divine owner weapons that got shattered. Okay. But mm -hmm. the way it makes it sound like Danny Rand runs into him, so it's like, wait a minute, there he is a new Iron Fist, and I'm like, he's Asian, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna work. But like Chris said, this this is Disney Disney right now is pretty much doing like Denzel Washington on, on the train day. This is this is just not checkers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can see, I can see I can Disney see going after. I'm setting this up for a reason. Right. I can see them doing this. That that is their that's their roundup. I can see them pulling yeah. this off, and I'm all for it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the best thing they did when it was on Netflix, their standout episodes dealing with Luke and Danny was when they teamed up. Yeah, those were the standout moments. Mm-hmm. Like when they go into the warehouse and they do patty cake. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for you two bastards. Just to have the power, just have the power rose. That yeah, I've been waiting on that. And then, and all, and and all of that. What do we take from from all of that in the Iron Fist story? (laughs) No, we need to see Daughters of the Dragon. I want to see more Misty and Colleen. No, and that would be cool. (laughs) Damn you, Danny. (laughs) Right. Well, the crazy part is right. Why did pre Daredevil look like Iron Fist? He had the. I was like, but, see, they went, they went Frank Miller. They went Frank Miller because he had that look, and I'm just like, I was like, if you don't make better. Iron Fist look like Iron Fist right now, because him walking around his curly hair and all this other shit is pissing me off. And then you go look at Daredevil whooping everybody ass, looking just like Iron Fist. And, and I <laughs> Two seasons straight, he looked just like Iron Fist, and was and whooping more ass. It was like, and he was <laughs> walking out tired. Oh man! Never Still once did he have to, Never once did he have to announce that he was the immortal Iron Fist. Because yeah, I, I, I hate that. I hate that part. Who are who are you? I'm the immortal Iron Fist. I'm like, dude. Number one, you took the role from somebody else, right? <laughs> that was that was the whole thing. He I was said like, that shit like 92 times an episode. Yeah. And I was like, look here, bro. We know. We get. It. I just want. I just want. I just want to talk about gentrification. <laughs> I just want somebody. I just want somebody from the hand of the hallway scene to go before he says something. We know who he is, right? You right. don't got to announce it. And then he'd be like, "But, but, but I'm in one of And then, like, and then I think the scene in the scene where in the Defenders, when mm-hmm. they're going into the high rise, when they're going into the uh, building, that was a great scene. Yeah, I said, but look what it took for you to actually look good. Yeah. Right. You had to you had to bring you know, more you had to bring more people in. You had to bring other you had to bring the other characters in to make you shine. Jessica looked better than you did, my man. <laughs> and somehow Daredevil still whooped the most ass. <laughs> that was still funny. Give me like, a scarf. Was like, Why? A <laughs> I was kind of, of mad about Daredevil because when he when he stepped there and took off and go up the stairs and he was sitting there wrapping the scarf around his head and he gets the and he gets the same floor as the elevator comes up and you just see you see Jessica Jones just go you 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 could have just took the elevator with me. I mean, right. and the amount of time you spent doing parkour <laughs> and going up these stairs, <laughs> you could have met me. You could have been you could have been legs fresh. <laughs> you all tired and shit. Like, like we've seen you box in the hallway, my dude. We know how you feel. Right. We're trying to get there fast, I guess. Whatever, whatever. I, I just thought about that because I was. I wish that was. I wish that was so part of the dialogue in the episode. Like, <laughs> you could just roll the elevator. Right. I'm like, yo, yo, sonar, your sonar didn't give you that kind of common sense. You decided right. just to take off the like, steps. The elevator is coming right down. There's no stops. You can t- right. <laughs> Right, you didn't have with me. Right, I, I, like I, said, I, I hope I hope they actually do. So I I really do. Like I said, I Iron Fist is one of my favorites, but okay, 
you're crazy. You're right. They they could go that route and retool them. I still say, because I, I was sitting there making fun of the first season, I'm like, what David Deaton karate studio class did y'all send this fool to? <laughs> like, me and a buddy of mine, when we used to practice martial arts, and we're just sitting there looking at this, we're like, what kind of half-step kind of is this mess? And you know what? Yeah, it's I, like I, 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 been reading, I have read so many articles about about what was going on with Iron Fist, and then it, and it finally hit that like my dude didn't have enough training. I'm like, how do you not have enough training? Like, oh, martial arts show. Right. I'm like, Keanu Reeves trained for almost two years before he took the rope. Well, when he found out he was playing Neo, he mm-hmm. it was two years, almost two oh. years of martial arts training, weapons training, weapons mm-hmm. of all time. Two years. Also, Manitachi was pretty good too. When he was right. in that yeah. movie, that was so he was, was like, he was phenomenal in Man Tai Chi. So it was uh, just like, dude, if Keanu Reeves, who people love, mm-hmm. can do it, damn it, you can do it for the show. Come on, and you backed up by Disney money. That's the part I don't get. That's like people. That's like people saying, "Was Donnie not available?" Samuel Hunt. Like, I'm like so anybody in in Michelle Yo anybody. I'm like, I'm like Jackie Chan was yeah, not I was ready. I was ready. Anything. Don't you don't learn on the flight. You might go over and they were saying stuff like um he would learn the moves. They would you know and it, it's it was a scheduling thing and a whole bunch of other stuff was going on. But then I, they would say he would come on and then they would practice like the fight set. Mm-hmm. I get you're gonna do that to kind of it's like the warm up when you're right. on, the, on the set. Yeah. yeah, I get that, but it was like you're these are I've seen Chadwick Bozeman training literally. Mm-hmm. The fact that the man learned another language on the spot, like I'm looking like dude, right. come on. That's the part so they kill me because I'm like. If you sit there and told me, it's like, okay, so we're going to train you for the next two years. Here's your teacher. Here's your teacher, Jackie Chan. Cool. Uh, where, where, do I, where do I put my, where do I put my sleeping bag? When, you know, right. Buck, buck going home. home for, yeah. like, can buck we start right now? Where do I sleep? Where do I sleep here? Because <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, if you're going to train with somebody who's going to teach you martial arts, like you said, be fully dedicated to it, especially for, yeah. for, for legends, imagine getting trained by Jet Li and we, and I, I, I use Jet Li because between him and Donnie Yen, they're about as close to learning different styles of martial arts out there up to Bruce Lee. Because if you've ever yeah. seen Fifth of Legend, you've ever seen the one, yes. you've ever seen, uh, um, I, I, I call the one is almost up to Bruce Lee's Game of Death just because they yeah. are completely yeah. different uh, martial arts styles in those movies, mm-hmm. but. To get to train with those guys, at that point, what's life? Just <laughs> like what are you? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm straight. I am straight in the. I am straight in the humble pose. Like, please accept me as your student. Just, just straight up. Like, please like, accept they, me they, as your student. I never once said, believed Finn Jones was fucking Iron Fist. Never once. You just yeah. had the look. You just mm-hmm. had the look. Yeah, and that was it. It, just, it, just wasn't, it, it wasn't believable. It wasn't. That's why I'm kind of seeing what they're going to do with this. By the time the second season was over, and I, re- I, I was remembering, I can't remember which Avengers book it was, but I remember uh, Luke and Danny were talking, and they were seeing Shang-Chi. 
And, and he said, Danny was like, who's that? He was like, Luke was like, that's Shang-Chi. He's the master of Kung Fu. He's like, no, I'm the master of Kung Fu. He's like, no, Danny. I'm your boy. And I'm telling you. <laughs> You don't want I'm no your boy. You don't, you don't, you don't, don't want this. That'd be that one time. That'd be that one time. He was like, I'm telling you, you don't want them hands, Danny. See, that, 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 see that's that boy that that's that boy that'll sit there and walk up and just be like, Do you want to fight me? Do you want to catch these hands? The old boy's on your side, just like you don't want to do that. You don't want to do this, man. It, it, I don't want to embarrass you in front of your boy. It's it's not going to be a good look for you. <laughs> but no, it's when like it, it was the funniest panel because he was like, yeah, he's the, he's like, yeah, but I'm the Iron Fist. He's like, and he's the master of kung fu. Mm-hmm. Cat, leave it, leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> it's literally it's literally a leave it alone moment. It's it's not what you want. But that's why that's why I'm kind of hoping they they kind of get to that. Like I would love, like I said, I would love to see more. Um, I would love to see more Luke Cage and Iron Fist together and just have that camaraderie. And I would also like to see Dars the Dragon, which I think they're going to do anyway because it's such it's for us. They have such a great it. dynamic. Yeah, the, the way they were building that up, it was such a great dynamic. And I'm and like, I don't oh. know, like Misty Knight was my favorite thing about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Misty Knight was I the was favorite like, thing about a lot of because I when, when I we said like, Misty, uh, I'm like, Misty. I was like, who uh, who uh, Misty Knight over here? You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. One gave lying. coffee a whole different meaning. I'm just like, mm. I, right. I, just, I, I, I I've, I've often gone on record and said it. I'm like, this is unlawful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that the precinct that Misty Knight worked in had that many fine women. Mm-hmm. Work. I'm like, we're talking about Harlem, right? Right. right. I might have the the the, 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 the the little boy, the lawyer that was in the barbershop and mm-hmm. Misty working at the precinct, her captain, and then the replacement. Yeah. I'm like, where, where y'all like, finding like, all these? Like you're playing brown sugar on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> you playing brown sugar on repeat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be like Luke, like Luke too. I'm, gonna, I'm drinking coffee. What you having? Coffee <laughs> all day. Coffee. <laughs> oh man, but let me get out of here. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, Will, tell everybody where they can find you at. Oh, well, you can actually find me um, actually uh, at the link that you're seeing there. That actually goes to my link tree that has uh, all of my uh, podcasts there that you can find me. Uh, of course, uh, my Get Bit podcast is every Friday on Facebook Live. I uh, will we'll schedule to have both of you on there because I do want to continue this along with my other partner um, who is very more – he his library his library of comic knowledge dwarfs mine. So I was uh, definitely going to schedule to have you guys on there very soon. But, yeah, that's when you can catch me, of course, Blackbox447 on IG where you can find me there as well. Um, as I did post about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that collection coming out, and I will gladly pay 60 bucks for it because yeah. can't, <laughs> can't This is the life we chose. We choose yeah. violence always. Right. <laughs> Crazy eight man, tell everybody where they can find you. Yo, it's your boy Crazy Eight, the great Cleveland Zone comic book superhero. You can find me on all social media platforms at Crazy, the number eight T H E. Great, it's only one of me. You can't get another. Of course, hit my links. Um, hit the link in the bio. It'll take you to the link tree. You'll get everything you need to know from music to music videos to upcoming shows to all the shenanigans I'm a part of. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, you can catch me here, link tree at the bottom of the screen. Blurred's eye view, all one word on IG. Chris.fury1 also on IG, the personal page. Check us out. Uh, Chris Fury1 on TikTok. And I plan on doing some more cartoon theme songs that live rip free in your head. I left off with uh, issue 17. So, and that seems to be going over well with a lot of people. So, I'm going to be continuing that series for a little while because there are a shit ton of cartoons that, that really do live rent free mm-hmm. in a lot of people's head. Uh, but tune in every Tuesday and every Thursday as we talk to blurs, nerds, geeks, dweebs, and weaves about the things that only we like to talk about and that we know how to talk about. But I want to thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, our two guests here, Crazy Ed Great and Will from Get Bit Podcast. And uh, check us out, like I said before. And we are always providing a safe space for blurs all over the world and showcasing their talents and skills and talking about the topics that only we can and next Tuesday and Thursday, when we talk to other geeks and other blurred members, remember to entertain yourself and others, educate yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. And on that note, we are out. I'm big.